0: The harvest is precious. After all, if workers are not sent, if the work of God's kingdom is neglected by those who are participating in that work, what will happen to your children, to your grandchildren, to those off in far mission fields who need to hear the gospel? What will happen to the harvest that sits ready to be gathered in? I know of only one kingdom that will fill the void. If God's kingdom is neglected, the prince of darkness, he is ever eager and ready to devour and destroy God's harvest if his people neglect the harvest work. But Jesus here, we see, directs us to take our eyes off of ourselves, take our eyes off of our own limitations and our own smallness and to look to the Lord of the harvest. The following is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Reaching out with Rock Solid Hope in Rim Country. Luke 10, 1-20. July 28, 2019. My first summer job was pretty great. I was working for what was essentially a raspberry farm. Only I didn't have to do any of the plowing or pruning necessarily, or the preparing of the dirt or ground. I just got to be focused on coordinating harvest. It was one of those raspberry farms where people could come and pick their own crop. A Good number of people would come and do the self picking only no matter how many people showed up there was there was always more for me and my coworkers to pick and to gather up and to sell to the local markets. And can you can imagine probably the the feelings that came with that type of work? I was rather young at times there was excitement at the Fresh start of a day and all the, the crop that could be gathered in and sold. Other times maybe a little bit resentment at some of those self-pickers that picked only the easy berries, the, you know, the ones that are on top and easy to find and left those hidden to rot underneath for us to go and find. Maybe you can also picture sometimes the feeling of overwhelming amount of work to be done. That we couldn't possibly gather all the harvest that was sitting on the branches of the raspberries. And sometimes we began the day with a nice, cool breeze. Other times, loads of flies, mosquitoes, and the hot sun would rise. Other days, it would be pouring rain all day long. Well, this morning we see how Jesus speaks of the gathering of his harvest the work that is done on behalf of him for his kingdom, and he refers to it as a harvest. And as he speaks of it, maybe you can identify with different aspects, different tiers of involvement as you participate in that harvest. Maybe at times you find yourself like that person who'd much rather go see what the grocer has and be involved in the harvest yourself. At times, you're that person who's feeling a little bit resentful that someone else is doing all the easy work and you're left to do the hard work in God's kingdom. Or maybe you're that person that, like all God's people at times, feels overwhelmed at the work that is to be done in God's church and how few the workers are. But whatever it might be, you participate in that kingdom work. And though this morning we'll consider how Jesus would have us approach that harvest. As we read the words Luke 10, we see a harvest. Yes, the, the fields are perilous. But the harvest is precious. We recall how last week we looked at Jesus headed on his way south now. And as, as he's traveling south from Capernaum, he's headed towards Jerusalem. And as he goes along, he's inviting people to join in the work of his kingdom. He says, follow me. Proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. And we saw last week how that calls for total commitment For those that would take their hand off the plow and follow him and serve in his kingdom. And yet we see Jesus had no trouble finding at least 72 others who would go ahead of him and carry out that harvest work. And Jesus sends them out on the task and they're to go ahead of him, gathering in the harvest as he approaches Jerusalem. So Jesus outlines for them what the work is like. He says to them, The harvest is plentiful. Take note, just, just starting off, how Jesus does not tell them to go out and plow the fields. He doesn't say they're the ones that have to prepare the crop and water it and tend to it. No, he just says there is a harvest and it's plentiful. They're to go out and prepare and gather in what God has already harvested and made. And the harvest is sitting and waiting and ready. Jesus already Has won souls for the kingdom of God. He has paid the price with his own blood and he has prepared a harvest. They simply now have to go out in his name, proclaim the good news of his kingdom, and through the preaching, people would come to repentance and faith and be gathered into the kingdom of God. Same today. The harvest is great. God's not calling on us to do the work. He's simply calling on us to go and gather in that harvest that he's prepared. But note Jesus also says, the workers are few. As plentiful and immense as the harvest might be, the people of this world, how many are there to gather in that harvest? You know, as you and I look at the amount of people involved in the work of God's kingdom, And that have their hearts set to it, sometimes it might cause us to look at ourselves, to look at our littleness, our limitations, begin to despair. The harvest is so great to feel overwhelmed, perhaps. You know, it was uh, the case about 10 years ago in our church body, as it was actually for many Christian churches in our nation and elsewhere, that we had to actually start recalling people from the mission fields and from congregations where they served. Missionaries had been sent out around the world on behalf of our name to preach the name of Christ and harvest his kingdom. And yet we had to tell them to come back home because, not because of a lack of a harvest, not because of a lack of a need, but simply because of the lack of financial support. And it was the same too as you look at the trend over the last decades in our church body here at home. Our church body has one of the larger Christian school systems in the nation. 300 elementary schools plus, and 25 high schools, 400 early childhood centers. And yet in those elementary schools and high schools, the enrollment declined over the past decades. And some of the schools had to close down. Certainly not because there are less children. There are more children today than there were decades ago. But really because of a lack of interest and support from parents, from congregations. The workers are few. And sometimes the workers are few because the support is not there. And it's not always the congregation and the failure of the parents or people that should be sending workers. Sometimes the call goes out and the workers are not to be found. Also, we've seen in the past decades a decline in those who are willing to dedicate their commit their time to full-time gospel ministry. Our worker training college, where our student teachers from for this summer, Martin Luther College, has seen a decline in the past decade. Where are the workers willing to say, "Send me, I'll do full-time work." And it's not just our church body, many Christian congregations around the world are looking for those who will work. There are schools, Christian schools asking for workers, but unable to find those willing to serve. There are congregations wanting full-time dedicated pastoral ministry but can find no one who's qualified and willing to serve them at this time. How long can this go on? And when we look at our littleness, our limitations, and our resources, we might begin to wonder, like perhaps that widow at Zarephath, how much work can really be done? How much do we really have? But Jesus here, we see, directs us to take our eyes off of ourselves. Take our eyes off of our own limitations and our own smallness and to look to the Lord of the harvest. Because the harvest is precious. After all, if workers are not sent, if the work of God's kingdom is neglected by those who are participating in that work, What will happen to your children, to your grandchildren, to those off in far mission fields who need to hear the gospel? What will happen to the harvest that sits ready to be gathered in? I know of only one kingdom that will fill the void if God's kingdom is neglected. The prince of darkness. He is ever eager and ready to devour and destroy God's harvest if his people neglect the harvest work. That's why Jesus has us take our eyes off of ourselves to the precious harvest that he has prepared. And he is the Lord of the harvest. He begins with by telling his disciples, pray, ask that the Lord of the harvest send out workers. Though you and I may not all be directly involved in full-time harvest ministry in God's kingdom, God still asks all of us to pray, to pour out your hearts to the Lord of the harvest, that his harvest be done, and to ask that the harvest be gathered. More than that, Jesus then sends those 72, go, I am sending you. It is he who sends out workers into the harvest. Through his church and by the power of his word, he equips and he sends those who will gather in that harvest. And as he sends them, he says, I'm sending you like sheep among wolves. You hear that and you think, what could be more helpless? What could be more hopeless than a helpless sheep surrounded by wolves? That's what Jesus is sending his workers into? That sounds hopeless. But not if they're relying on the one who sends them. It all the more emphasizes that those who serve and participate in God's kingdom work rely on him as they pray to him and rely on him as they go out, defenseless and powerless of their own, but relying on the Lord who sends them. They're sheep among wolves because they rely on him to do their work. And then he adds to that this defenseless sheep that are to rely on their Lord and the prayers that are sent out. He says, don't take anything with you. Don't bring along supplies or money. Is he intending that his workers be beggars, be destitute? That's not what he's intending. Rather, he's all the more emphasizing as he sends them out, you are to rely on me. I will provide for your needs. And through my church, my people, they will supply your need. And so, as we participate in God's kingdom work, we rely. On Him. Those workers rely on Him for strength and for support to do full time ministry. Brothers and sisters, you participate in God's kingdom work. And though the fields are perilous and the devil seeks to devour and destroy God's harvest, and though the work is often hard and seems overwhelming, look to the Lord of the harvest. Rely on Him. Send out your prayers. Open your pockets to support. Because God would have you participate in that kingdom work. And even though we're not all sent out as missionaries, pastors, or teachers, God still has us all participate. When the 72 went out, they understood just how much they had to rely on their God as they went out. And it was his message that they declared, The kingdom of God is near. They declared that Jesus, the Lord himself, they declared this like none other. The Lord himself was coming near. And as he came near to Jerusalem, it would be to prepare his harvest. Jesus himself, for the sake of his fields, came to this world. And the Son of God lived the life that we could not. And though the devil would try to deter him from gathering and preparing a harvest, Jesus would not be deterred, but live the perfect life resisted the enemy perfectly and prepared a perfect harvest by himself on the cross paying for every sin. The harvest of all souls of all this world purchased and won by Christ ready to be gathered in. Jesus, the Son of God prepared the harvest as you and I will be gathered into his kingdom through faith in him. All that's to be done is now the sending of that message. The kingdom of God is near. you like those workers that went before. Workers still give the same message. Only the nearness is when Jesus comes again. And when he comes again, the living Lord who died for his people will gather in a harvest. And the devil cannot stop it. Though we may feel like we're powerless and the work is perilous as we go out to the fields. And though it may seem like the work is overwhelming, the Lord of the harvest as you participate in his kingdom work. And you participate in that work with your prayers, your pockets, with your preaching and teaching if God calls you to full-time ministry. you Don't go on your own strength or your own power, but you participate in this gathering as you rely on the Lord of the harvest. Because yes, the fields are perilous, but the harvest is precious. Amen.